0: Hi, this is Jamie Crawford, worldwide evangelist with Breakthrough Ministries, pastor of Epicenter Church in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Thanks for downloading our Wow God podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get our latest podcast. We appreciate your partnership. It helps keep our ministry going. We hope you enjoy our podcast. Part four of Under Pressure is no. You are God's masterpiece. Know that you are God's masterpiece. God wants you to know God has a plan for you because he's, your, he's, he's our master. God has planned you to be a masterpiece with a perfect plan for your life, but we must allow Him to work through us. We've got to allow him to work through us. Have you ever wondered, how do I know the will of God for my life? How? Who who am I going to marry? What direction is my career going to go? Am I going to buy a house? You know, the single ones, am I dating the right person? Or am I around the right people? The Bible says in Ephesians chapter number two and verse number 10, the Bible says, for we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Today, I wanted just to share this this morning. We are God's masterpiece. Just like these skit guys, as they tried to chisel off all of the stuff, he didn't want him to, did he? He, Why? Because he had stuff that was deeply rooted, deep down inside of him. But God brought me here this morning to tell somebody today to cheer up. You are God's masterpiece. You're God's masterpiece. Don't allow the enemy to try to steal from you. Don't allow the enemy to kill from you. Kill you. Uh, know that God has made you His masterpiece. Point number one I want to give you today is we are God's master, masterpiece. The first part of this verse says we are God's workmanship. The meaning of the word used gives us our english word masterpiece that's exactly what workmanship means it means masterpiece see relationship between the artist envisioned his masterpiece that's what he does is the artist will envision the masterpiece And that's what God wants somebody to know today, that He is the master. The artist, He first envisions a finished product. I want you to see the scripture today in Jeremiah chapter number 1 and verse number 5. The Bible says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart from my holy purpose. God wants each one of us to know today, God has a purpose for you. No matter what you're in the middle of right now, God wants you to know He is about to chisel some stuff off. That's why you're here today. God wants to chisel some worry. God wants to chisel some anxiety. God wants to chisel some depression off of your life today so that you can walk in the masterpiece of what God has. Where you don't have to hold your head down, but you can hold your head up. I mean, look at the story Bridget shared today. God moved mightily. Why? Because God chiseled off some stuff in her life and turned her completely around. If God can do it for Bridget, God can do it for you. God can do it for your family. God can do it for your finances. God can do it for you. Why? Because he formed you. And if God formed you, he already knows what the finished product is going to be. Come on, God's not finished with you yet. Tap your neighbor and say, God's not finished with you yet. God's not finished with you yet. He knows the finished product. He's still molding you and shaping you in the image that he wants you in. Some of us, he's, he's molding a little bit stronger than others. Because we have more to have chiseled off of us. Worry, anxiety, years and decades of worry, anxiety, and fear. God wants you to know He's not finished with you yet. Second Corinthians chapter 5 and verse number 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. God had a picture in mind for everyone. He knows the plans. He knows the plans. He knew you before you was even in your mother's womb. He knew where you're going. He knows the direction that you're going. Even though you may be confused right now, God still knows the direction. He still knows the direction a perfect masterpiece with a holy purpose you are unlike anything else in the world come on somebody needs this you, come on get your mirror out come on everybody get your hand up get it in front of you let that be your mirror come on and look at the look at yourself in the mirror a perfect masterpiece with a holy purpose. You are that. You need to be able to speak to yourself and say, God I thank you that you have created me as a perfect masterpiece. Miss Andrea, I like what you just did. You grabbed your phone. Everybody grab your phone. Everybody got a phone. I like the visual of that better. Get your phone and turn your camera on. Now hit that little twirly deal where turn your phone around so you can see yourself. You are perfect masterpiece. Maybe you don't see it, but God sees it. What do you see when you're looking at yourself right now? What do you see? If you see yourself and you don't see Christ inside of you. Come on, think about that for a moment. Do you see Jesus inside of you today? Uh, When you're looking at yourself, what do you see? Can you see Jesus? Mama, Pa, I see Jesus in you. Guess what? You need to see Jesus in you when you're looking at that masterpiece. Come on, look at the masterpiece God has made right there on your phone. Look, somebody take a picture of yourself, take a selfie. Come on, take a selfie, because you are a masterpiece. Today, you're a masterpiece. See, an artist needs certain tools that surrounds him when he's creating the masterpiece. the right canvas, the right paint, the right brushes. He needs all of that. I mean, my sister, she, she's an architect. She's got an architectural degree. And, and, and so when she does architect, she has a lot of stuff, a lot of different pencils, a lot of different Paintings, paintbrushes, all of the different things and the canvas that she has. I mean, she, and, and, but she has something in mind and that's exactly what God has. God has something in mind for you. That's why you still have breath. That's why you still have breath. Consider God's tools. What does he use to fashion us into the masterpiece he has envisioned. What does he use? The masterpiece also has responsibilities. The master, we have responsibilities. We are a process. Everybody say process. We are a process in the working. Come on, turn to your neighbor and say, You're a process in the working. Isaac, you're a process in the working. You are a process in the working. The the Bible says in Colossians chapter number 3 and verse 10 put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge and in the image of its creators. As believers of Christ, we no longer belong to ourselves. He wants to begin his work to make us. The masterpiece he's envisioned. He's rubbing off some rough edges in our life is what he's doing. In the process, that's what happens with the master whenever he's making a masterpiece. When the artist is making the masterpiece, he has to rub off some rough edges. I mean, whenever they're doing things and they're creating things on paper or in a sculpture, uh, sometimes the sculpture or the painting doesn't look right at first. But when they begin to add the other colors to it or begin to rub off edges on the sculpture, uh, things begin to shift and things begin to happen and it doesn't make sense in the process. But the Lord's saying today, you need to trust the process because you are in the process right now. And God is eliminating some things in your life so that He can make forth the masterpiece in your life. He's rubbing off some rough edges in our life and he does that on a daily basis as we allow him to do that. Not just whenever we come here on Sunday morning. God, I'm just going to lay it here on the altar. No, he needs to do it daily. Daily. I like what Paul says. He says, I die to myself daily. What is he saying? I'm giving up my right to be right. I'm giving up my time. I'm giving up my, my situation so that I can be more like Jesus. So I can be created in God's image and be more like Him. Process requires availability on our part. We've got to be available for the Lord. Oh, but I'm too busy. If you only knew my work schedule. If you only knew what I have to do during the day. I just don't have time. We've got to make ourselves available to God. We've got to make ourselves available. If we're not available, God can't work. He can't work in us. Being renewed is knowledge in the image of God. Just like a member of of the family of God, reshaping to be like His Son. So when we look into that that picture, when we see ourselves, we need not just to see us, but we need to see the character of Jesus Christ. We need to see joy and not a sad face. Come on, when you took the picture, did you have a sad face or did you have a smile? Did you have a sad face or did you have a smile? Did you have a bitter face? Or did you have a better face? Man, it gets quiet. It's going to be tougher than I thought it was. (laughs) Hallelujah. Now consider these questions. Am I helping God make me to be the masterpiece he desires am I helping God am I hurting God in making me to be the masterpiece he intended what am I doing am I helping or am I hurting him you know what we need to do is we just need to totally rely on God and just totally surrender everything to him and say God If your finances are messed up, give them to God. Watch what God can do with them. Amen? Sometimes we have to hit rock bottom before we can push back up. Sometimes we've got to hit the the bottom before we can push back up. We are God's masterpiece. Number two. We're created for good works. We're created for good works. Now, hold on, hold on to this word today. We are God's masterpiece, and we're created for good works. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Our tendency is to make good works a requirement of each other. But the good works are not anything that we do. Come on, I wanted you to get a hold of this. Because so many times we look at good works. I mean, there's so many religions that they think the only way they're getting to heaven is through good works. But I want you to see what I'm I'm looking at here in this word. It's not good works in us, it's good works in Jesus. And what is he doing through you to touch others? How are you being the light for him to shine through you as a God's masterpiece in your life? When an artist creates the masterpiece, it's not the masterpiece that does the work. Come on, I'm gonna let that sink in on you for a second. It's not the masterpiece that does the work. It's God. It's, it's the artist that does the work. That's why he puts the signature at the bottom. To see who the artist is. Or you flip it over on the other side and see who, who, who did the artwork. Uh, the artwork. You're looking for that author. Can I tell you, the author's name is the name that is above all names. And whenever you look at the bottom of the picture in your life, it's going to be inscribed with the name that is above all names, and that is Jesus. And Jesus needs to be the one that's glorified. And when He's glorified, He is the one that does great work. He does the good work. God has provided the tools, but they are His tools. They're not for us to pick up. Quit doodling with God's tools. I remember when my sister, she, was, she had her office and I remember I'd go in and I'd go, what's this pencil for? What's this one for? And I'd grab a hole. She'd say, just put them down. Little brother, put them down. If you only realized how expensive those tools are. Come on. God has some tools and he's waiting for you to get your fingers off of them and quit breaking them. And allowing Him to work through you so that He can get the glory, so He can get the honor, so He can do the finishing touches of your life in your masterpiece, so that He can say, well done, my good and faithful servant. He is waiting for us to just let go of the tools and let Him do the painting. Come on. I just—I'm glad my sister's here today because I was going to talk about you, anyways. Because when she could draw pictures, I tried to draw them like her. And I'm telling you right now, it didn't look anything like what she could do. I mean, her one of her favorite animals is is an elephant, and she could she could draw out a. I mean, an elephant in in. I mean, she she could do the whole picture. I could just do nothing. I mean, it, I, I'm a preschooler when it comes to trying to. Mess with things. But you know, that's exactly what we become when we try to get a hold of God's tools and try to create us in the image that we want to be instead of what God wants us to be and allow God to chisel off the things that we need to have chiseled off in our life. And when God begins to chisel things off, we become his masterpiece. Because when she does an elephant, It looks like an elephant. When I do an elephant, I don't know what it looks like, but I try coach. But that's the way we are as Christians. We try instead of just allowing God to work through us. Let me just give it to you in in your terms today. You may not like the job that you're at, but let God do the painting. You may not like how your family's treating you, but let God do the painting. He's not done with the picture yet. He's still molding it. He's still shaping it. You may not like how your finances are, but God still sees the finishing results. And God says, get ready, the promotion's on its way. And I'm about to bless you beyond measure. I'm about to show up and show off in your life like you've never seen before. Let God do the work in your life. Because you are His masterpiece. Junior, you're his masterpiece. He's not done with you yet. He's not done, sir. He's not done. He's still molding. He's still putting those final touches. Hold on. Hold on. Let the master do it. Let the artist do it. The Bible says in, in Hebrews chapter number 13, verse 21, the great shepherd of the sheep In verse 21 equip you with everything good for doing his will come on let's say his will his will and may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ to whom be glory forever and ever we need to allow God to work through us let him do the work You know, I feel like, Alicia, we need we need these scriptures this week. Amen. Watch social media this week because these scriptures are going to pop up on our social media and I might I may even text them to you just so that you can know that you are God's masterpiece because he's molding you. He's shaping you in the image that he wants you to be. Philippians chapter 1 and verse number 6, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to the completion until the day Christ Jesus. In Philippians chapter number 2 and verse number 13, for it is God who works in you to will and to act according to his good purpose. His good purpose. God just wants to do it for you. He's creating us in His image. He doesn't want you to be your information box. He wants you to be involved. He wants to be involved in your life so He can work through you We need to get a hold of that today. God just wants to work through us. That's why whenever you accept Jesus as your personal savior, guess where he goes? He goes right there in your heart. So if he's in you, he wants to work through you. He wants to speak through you. He wants to use you for his glory. Because you may be the only Jesus somebody sees. Come on, you've heard me say this before. You may be the only Jesus somebody sees. At that one that's having a bad day, you might be that only Jesus. That gives us a check up from the neck up. Checks our attitude, doesn't it? I mean, it'll check our attitude. How we treat people. Because there's some people, man, we just want to put them in a headlock. <laughs> give them a couple upper uppercuts then send them on their way. That's what you call Pentecostal slain in the spirit. <laughs> but No, but that's not what God wants us to do. He wants us to walk in His power and show the light of Jesus on that cir- circumstance. Push the darkness out. Because the first time you win like that, by saying, instead of grabbing a hold of them and wanting to Pop them one. You get your own breakthrough. You get your own breakthrough. You get your own. God chiseling some stuff off of you. Because your old man says, let's do it. Let's duke it out. Doesn't he, Isaac? I mean, your old man, I mean, he ready to duke it out. But your spiritual man, he's saying, just let me work through you so that I can get the glory. I mean, I know some of you have gotten on the phone with people that you think you're right and they're trying to explain everything to you and you don't wanna listen. Sometimes we just gotta be good listeners. Sometimes we just gotta be good listeners. Let's go to the next point. You look like you need the next point. Point number three. We are God's masterpiece created for God, created for works. Number three, prepared in advance. Hmm. You have been prepared in advance. Why would he not want you to know his will? Why? Might we not know the will of God? That's what it says in that scripture in Ephesians chapter 2 verse number 10. It says, for we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. He wants to perform His will in our life. In Deuteronomy chapter number 5 and verse number 33, the Bible says, walk in all the ways that the Lord your God has commanded you so that you may live and prosper and prolong your days in the land that you will possess. Come on, God's got a big plan for you. He's not done with you yet. He's still creating the masterpiece. My, he's still creating the masterpiece in you. He's got a long life for each one of us. He's creating the masterpiece. Ephesians chapter number 4 verse 1 says, As a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. In John, 1 John chapter number 2 and verse number 6, Whoever claims to live in him must walk in as Jesus did. He's prepared us in advance. He's prepared us. That's why He said, I know the plans I have for you. In Jeremiah 29, 11, All of you can probably quote this. One. I know the plans. I mean, this is graduation month. And, and you're going to hear that at all the baccalaureates. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans not to harm you, but plans to give you a hope for your future. God wants each one of us to know He has a future for us. And he's molding us. He's prepared you. He's prepared us. What tools does God have to work with today in your life? What tools does he have to work with in your life? I just want to give you. In closing, these four steps, these four, uh, these four points, I guess you could say. What does God have to work with? You have to rely, realize number one, realize you're significant to God. You're significant to God. Know and trust your importance. You're important to God. Junior Lori, you're important to God. That's why you're going to see you guys through this. It's just a hiccup. I'm just supposed to tell you, it's just a hiccup. And you're, you're, you're even thinking this, Lori. It's easy for you to say. But I know how big our God is. I know how big our God is. God can change the whole atmosphere God can change the whole situation all in one moment God wants to change your atmosphere we've got to allow him to do that work we've got to allow him realize you're significant to him know and trust your importance you're important the job you're at right now you're important at that job God placed you in that position for a reason even though it don't make sense, you don't understand it, you don't understand why you have to be around all these gossipers and knuckleheads and am I speaking to anybody today? We don't realize we have coach, don't point at your wife. <laughs> we <laughs> we got to recognize we are significant to God. Know and trust your importance to him and the people that are around you. Number two, make sure you're available for creation. The artist needs the right tools and surroundings. Make sure you're available for the creation. Make sure you're available. That means don't leave God while He's painting you. While He's molding you. Don't leave the scene. So many times that's what happens is we leave the scene. And then we ask the question, where are you God? Whenever they do a portrait of somebody, painting of somebody, they have to sit there for hours so the artist can can get the right lighting on the the picture. He had you have to sit there for a while. And what what God's saying right now is you got to recognize that sometimes God's quiet during the test. See the teacher is quiet during the test for a reason so that you can take the test so that you can pass the test. Uh, God, you may be asking God, where are you at right now? Just wait upon God. Maybe you're in the waiting period right now. Just trust him in the process. Trust him in the process. Number three, you got to step in faith. always examine your walk sometimes your walk just needs a shoe adjustment where you shod your feet with the gospel of peace you shod your feet with the gospel of peace (laughs) examine your walk examine how you're walking how you're talking Make adjustments when necessary. Knock on the doors of faith to go where God desires you to go. Step in faith. And then number four, if there is no fear or desperation, then you don't need God. Every situation always has a little fear, a lot of desperation. If it does, then you need God. You need him to show up and show off in your life. Hallelujah. Would you stand with me this morning? You are God's masterpiece. Today, you are. I've come to just give you that word today. No matter what you're facing right now, the Lord wants you to know this, He wants you to hear this. He wants you to hear it. Isaac, you are God's masterpiece. You are God's masterpiece. Marnie, you are God's masterpiece. Pookie, you are God's masterpiece. Jill, you are God's masterpiece. Rick, you are God's masterpiece. Debbie, you are God's masterpiece. We we've all have got to realize we are God's masterpiece. He's just molding us and shaping us into the image He wants us to be. So hold on to what God is about to do. He's about to show up and show off. He's doing it right here at epicenter church. This is a place where we love God and love people. And it's all about Jesus. This is a place that the light of Christ is going to shine all around the world. It has a happening right now. Why? Because we're God's masterpiece. The church is not an accident. It's a divine appointment. Because we're going to have more Bridgets come in. Come on. We're going to have some more Bridgets come in. And say, guess what? I'm one year clean. I'm one year. God chiseled it all off me. I'm one, one year clean. Come on. It may not be alcoholism. It may be pornography. I don't know what it might be in your life. God says, I'm going to release it off of you. It might be suicide. I don't know what it is today. But God says, I'm going to lift it off of you. I just hear him saying this because I knew you before you was formed. And he knows the final picture. He knows the final look of the picture. Thanks for listening. We hope you will stay connected by subscribing to our podcast and becoming a partner to our ministry. Go to breakthroughevangelism.com for our evangelism ministries and epicenterchurchok.com to connect with our church. Be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms. We want you to be blessed.